this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Welcome to Tuesdays at BM with Laika, where Business Mirror columnist Laika Balita shares with us her thoughts on life. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Laika Balita. For the print edition, please read Laika's column onwards every Tuesday in the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Let's talk about strange values and things that Filipinos look for in a president. The 2022 elections are coming up, and rumors about potential presidential candidates are going around, especially these days considering the recent events and political climate. The names, predictably, are nothing new. You know, these names are very familiar. Most are the names from Congress, from families who treat politics as family businesses, and names of those who failed in previous elections and want to try again. I've heard perspectives from different kinds of people with different political preferences. And the basis for their bets are very interesting, particularly because they have absolutely nothing to do with the office of presidency. First, Many want to vote for those who are able to donate loads of money for good causes, you know, the generous names. However, does philanthropism automatically equate to good governance? You know, generosity does not automatically mean that you possess the skills, principles, and qualities of a good president, of a good leader. Maybe there are people who are better off with donating for good causes, something they are good at instead of ruling an entire country. Personally, I'm more concerned that there are people who have so much money that they can give away so much, yet still have an excess. And that excess is huge enough to keep at least, I don't know, three generations without financial problems. Of course, it's nice to think the generous, but it's inevitable to question these colossal wealth gaps that leave some families with mansions multiple mansions, while many stay homeless. Nonetheless, we have to remember that the presidency requires a bigger set of values and principles, not just generosity. Second, another strange mindset when it comes to the presidency is this. Some people think that after being a senator, the presidency is the next level, as if these positions do not have completely different natures. So we have this common misconception that anyone from Congress is automatically fully qualified to become the president. However, we were taught in grade school that the legislative branch and the executive branch have completely different powers and responsibilities. So basically, those in the legislative branch, they create the laws, while those in the executive branch, they execute the laws. They are different branches, which is precisely why we have a separation of powers. They have separate powers. And it's pretty straightforward, you know. So it should follow that experience in writing the laws does not automatically translate to competence in executing those laws. Still, somehow, this mindset is prevalent. Lastly, it should go without saying that competence with regard to good governance is not genetic. It's not in the blood. Just because someone had the potential or was actually a good president 
does not mean that his or her relatives inherited or share that same quality. You know, surnames are just surnames. The people still differ. The presidency, just like the other high positions in government, this is not a family business or something that someone can inherit. If the same names have been ruling the country for years and nothing has improved, does that not indicate that political families just do not work? Nonetheless, these issues indicate a systemic problem, and the system allows questionable people to run for office, take advantage of voters' vulnerabilities, and somehow they win. The science and the history behind these problems can be very complex and are best explained by our experts, our political economists, and similar professionals. But it's important that we remember that the uneducated and the vulnerable voters are not solely to blame. We blame the abusers, not the victims. Still, even if the flaw is in the system, not the voters, we cannot leave the country this way. We owe it to ourselves and to the next generations to elect better leaders in the coming elections. In the Philippines, luckily, voting is a right. But we shouldn't forget that rights come with obligations. Now, we cannot just show up on the date of elections and pick anyone at random since, you know, it's just one vote. Isang boto lang naman. When a million people have that mindset, a million votes are wasted, and those who do not deserve, they win. So as cheesy as it may sound, every vote counts. The best thing we can do is to educate ourselves and the people around us not only to register to vote, but also to research prior to voting. Traditional advertisements are paid, we have to remember that. So the rich whatever their source of income may be, they are able to manipulate these advertisements. We have to do our part by objectively researching the candidate's experience, skills, network, advocacies, and principles. This is free. It's all on Google. Very importantly, we also have to understand the obligations that come with the positions these candidates are running for. Different positions have different jobs. They don't, they don't do the same thing. And higher offices come with greater responsibilities. So we have to ask ourselves, what exactly does this official do? You know, what qualities should they possess? What do I want with a president? You know, would I trust this person with my family's lives, with my countrymen's lives? These questions should guide us in casting our votes. Popularity, family, and generosity should not be the only considerations. I mean, look where that brought us today. Just open a newspaper and we can see everything that's been wrong in the country. According to the official Comelec website, as of today, there are a little over 90 days left before the last day of voter registration. So let's do our part, let's register for the coming elections, and let's educate others on the importance of each vote and the mindsets that each voter has to have with regard to elections. Because what we do will determine the fate of our country for the next six years. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.